0: This is Hanging Heavy. What is going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hanging Heavy. As always, I'm your boy, Desecrator. And today, the regular lineup is not what you're used to, but we got a goodie, an oldie, but a goodie. If you recognize this theme music, then... They've been hanging out for too long. Yeah, they've been hanging heavy for too fucking long, that's right. I'm talking about my boy, D.Y. Krogan. I'm saying... (laughs) All right, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well for those of you that are new around here, uh my boy Carlton here is from the great white north. Uh my brother from uh the northern border.
1: Yeah, snow Mexicans, baby. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and um Oh you know what, before we get caught up in all this shit, we have a tradition around here where At the top of every show, we take a shot, we take a swig of our drink, chug a beer. If you're drinking water, drink some of that bitch. But either way, we always post up and we do one with the boys or girls. But yeah, uh, you have yours ready, Carl?
1: Yeah, man, I should just go... Grab a water and just chug a straight uh, fucking like one liter. That'd be pretty hardcore, you know.
0: Well, no. you
1: feel bloated for the rest of the show. <laughs> See how long I last before intermission? Take a bet.
0: Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get it ready. Drink.
1: Go on. Yeah. Go. All right. Three,
0: two, one. <laughs> But yeah, before we got started, I wanted to go ahead and just uh, thank you guys for stopping by. If you're new around here, do all the fucking bullshit that you're supposed to do and uh, subscribe and do the bell and notifications or whatever the fuck. But um, but yeah, fucking... uh, We took a week off after the last show that we did and uh, it's been a minute and that's okay it's are all you good are nervous? <laughs> nah I just in the three or four years that we've been doing this shit I've never missed more than a week so like to yeah well keeping
1: the tradition going baby yeah, yeah, let's go yeah.
0: Uh, what, what is a Schedule. Schedule. squit uh, <laughs> <laughs> Scheduling regularity. <Wow. laughs> uh,
1: it has weekly broadcasting.
0: Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But yeah, fucking shout out to those of you that are repeat offenders. But if you're near around here, that's what I like to call the people that Supposedly listen I don't know if they're real people They're probably fucking Russian or Chinese bots But whatever Metrics are metrics so Eat my
1: ass Feeding into some AI algorithm Somewhere man It's great This is for Google okay, so, can so consume all of the bullshittery And you know finesse its culture Big time
0: It helps the algorithm
1: it helps
0: feel good for them. Yep. <laughs> um, well, fucking. Even though you're not American, so I don't expect you to understand too much of American pop culture. But uh, recently, there was uh, some stir going around in the music industry about an AI rapper.
1: Oh, I did see something about that. And it just absolutely backfired on them.
0: Well, yeah, like some pretty
1: bad press, and
0: so fucking. I guess there was some buzz going around that this was going to be the first uh, AI artist to be signed to a record deal. It it was
1: signed. It it had a contract and everything. With Capitol Records. Yeah, lasted a week. I think not even
0: (laughs) Not even, I think it was a couple of days Because people found out that uh, This AI rapper Uses uh, racial epithets and slurs Because That's what fucking mumble rap Really is
1: Did you see the picture for it?
0: I did, I did. Uh, for yeah, those of you, you that have don't know, green treads and- yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, just Google F N two two letters together, capital F, capital N, and then space Mecca M E K A. Just put that bitch in uh, in Google. And it looks uh,
1: exactly how you would uh, predict uh, an it, AI mumble rapper would look, you know? <laughs> it looks
0: like fucking 6ix9ine and uh, what the fuck is that other idiot? Uh, Gucci gang. The drink. Gucci gang guy. What the fuck is his name? Uh, uh, fuck, I don't even remember his name. He's that forgettable.
1: Yeah, a lot Gucci of them are. Gang. let me
0: look it up. Lil Pump, fuck. I fucking remembered as soon as it loaded in. Yeah, Lil Pump is known for having these stupid colorful dreads. And uh, Tekashi 6 9 also. Like all of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, like Lil Trippy Red. Whatever. And it's yeah, yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. Lil Yachty and all these other idiots. Well, whatever. There's a generic cookie cutter look for that kind of shit. And, uh, As there well, is for every genre. Though. Yeah, Let's yeah, for real. sure. Yeah, for sure. Don't don't. I don't want to sound like I'm singling out mumble rappers for looking like a bunch of whack fucking Crayola <laughs> hair looking motherfuckers <laughs> or whatever. But
1: yeah, yeah. Just look at the uh, like early two thousands fucking like pop punk and shit like that. You know. Yeah. Spiky hair, baggy ass jeans that people thought you could wear biking and it would just get caught in your chain and flip you over the bars and stuff. Like, nah. Like, you know, back when uh, Vin Diesel was hot shit and some weird go weird stuff back then too, man. The surf, uh, the surf bead looking necklaces that they'd wear, and you know, guys getting their eyebrows pierced, like. Some, some real white stuff, you know?
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, apparently the people that designed this AI rapper, they're... I mean, I don't want to race bait, but they're white dudes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, well, this AI rapper made history in several ways. Not only is it the first artificial entertainer that was signed to a major deal from a big record company... But also, in record time, they lost said contract with the major record company because of the shit this fucking thing was rapping about, right? So it was dropping a bunch of N-bombs and shit. And even the mock-up of this AI-looking clown... uh, You could tell it was totally supposed to be a white dude, right? Right. And I'm not saying white dudes can't rap There's a lot of fucking great white rappers I mean one of the one of the greatest Of all time Is white I don't even have to say his name But it's also a delicious candy But yeah oh, fucking
1: I, I thought you were going with uh, Carrot
0: Top Oh no what yeah, was weird it Weird uh, Al uh, <laughs> Res- Respect <laughs> Well, fucking... No, uh... Well, whatever. Fucking... So, I guess people were outraged... Because a fake... Computer simulation of a person... Is... Using... Profanity they shouldn't be allowed... I don't... I don't understand putting rules on words... Like, who the fuck's supposed to be able to say them... And who the fuck isn't... But, whatever. So, yeah, fucking... Idiots... We're about to make a fuck ton of money, and because they're dumb Zoomers, they fucking lost it all. <laughs> Just
1: yeah. And well, then the guy who did the voicing for it, he had to come out and make some statements saying like, "Ah, oh, I didn't think this is what they were gonna do with my character," or you know, like they, I didn't think this was how they were going to utilize my voice yeah, with this yeah. character and blah blah blah. Because they got a dude to record a bunch of words or a bunch of raps or something, yeah. yeah. I guess they then, you know, they take that and uh, get the AI to work its magic. Yeah, they, like, string it together or whatever
0: the fuck. Yeah. Now, I think that's pretty cool. Like, you don't have to take advantage of idiots that don't know what they're doing with contracts or whatever.
1: Yeah. I've... I've got, uh, I guess I'm going to have to play devil's advocate with all this stuff, because it's a big thing with art as well, is um, I read this really interesting article was talking about it, because AI-generated art is massive right
0: now. Yeah, 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 I've been wanting to talk about that for a while.
1: Yeah, they've got that on, you know, it's it's pretty easily accessible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make some pretty interesting stuff off of it, too, pretty in-depth, and... Um, one of the things that this article brought up was um, you know like I, it, it's these these programs are being fed obviously art right to take its stylings from well as an artist uh, who has your artwork or your art style used then like thrown into this void or, or you know a cake mix of um, different styles of, of art uh and then to then be produced and and used for other people's gain um without your consent like what's the copyright like on that
0: yeah exactly
1: because people are basically creating free art from these ai you know generators um utilizing the stylings of well-known artists who should be getting paid So, you know, they obviously have some sort of influence on on what these are doing Um, and uh, but these people, you know, uh, I guess one thing that this person was suggesting um, was if this is going to be a thing, uh, having artists uh, basically signing off whether they, you know, agree to have or, you know, one would have to go out of their way then to be like, oh, okay you're an AI generating art company. Uh, I'm going to consent for you yeah. to take my library of work or you can take these pieces of work and feed that to your algorithm right but they have to have consent for each piece that's um, then driven through their algorithms to create their these pieces of art because without the consent that you know there's definitely some potential of copyright breach in that right but it's tricky man it's it's totally a new thing So it's um, there's no laws for or against it currently, and uh, it'll be really interesting to see what happens with that, because I totally get what they're saying. Right. If you're a, you know, a starving artist, that's um, all of a sudden like stuff's making money based off of your artworks or a famous artist, right, who that that is your bread and butter is selling art and all of a sudden this ai program is just throwing out your stylings for free i've yeah. seen some side-by-sides of people being like hey ai can you make um this in this person's styling and it's like night and day or not it's like it's right there right like it looks exactly the same the styling's it's, totally the same it's just with a different subject
0: yeah it's like almost believable but,
1: yeah yeah totally right so that's uh, it's um like i said it'll be interesting to see where that goes because uh, i think there's a a lot of um pull uh, that the artist can have on that i think um, i think it's a legitimate concern on their behalf anyways uh, and then it goes in even further talking about um companies like gaming companies or animation studios uh, uh, basically, um, this one guy was saying, you know, it, it's the stuff that the AI produces isn't super clean.
0: No, um, no, no.
1: Like people still have to go in and tidy stuff up. But he said, you know, the stuff that your entry level artists are doing, you, you know, let's say you got like 10 people working on this project or project at an entry level um basis and then you you got this AI now can totally replace like 10 people. And this is usually where people start, right? Everyone's obviously got to start somewhere. You don't end up being the guy uh, as soon as you hire on into a company. Um, So if you start replacing these lower level animations and you still have like a master or, you know, these people to like fine tune the stuff um, that gets it ready for proper release. It's like, okay, well, you've got the masters, but then what happens when you don't have these entry-level people anymore to then, you know, progress their art uh, and get to that stage where they are the master and take over the fine-tuning, right? Or do they just assume that AI is going to be that good by that point that they, you know, they can get rid of the master as well and just have AI-produced animation and, and all this stuff? Like, it's pretty... It's interesting it's a whole career base that could be artists yeah they're already starving man like <laughs> you know i think um i think nowadays uh you've got a lot more viability to make it as an artist than you have ever had in a lot of you know previous generations Um, with the fact that animation and all this kind of stuff, video games are huge, right? Like, uh, you look at any big um, show coming out, like, uh, Lord of the Rings is a good example the new show, they're coming out, like, the CGI work is nuts, right? So to, to actually, to be a graphic designer or an artist or these kind of things these days, animators, like, there's you know, big careers if you're willing to do the rat race and come out on top but um there's a lot of opportunity but with ai it would wipe out or has the potential to wipe out the entry level opportunity and if people aren't getting in and making money from it people aren't honing and perfecting their craft so then you're gonna run start running out of these people who are at that mastery level that are are doing the really heavy duty work right yeah 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 it's it's really interesting man it's um I, I was really enjoying reading a few of these articles it's uh curious to see what happens to it
0: <clears throat> well like AR AI artists like since they're using a an amalgamation of images to create a new image uh, like how does how can you copyright that is that even a thing because like you're you're not just overtly copying something over right you're taking like little nuanced things that make it that great thing and totally. putting a spin on it right?
1: Well, so here was one of the one of the programmers or the people doing it they were trying to get the copyright for themselves. They're like, well I wrote the code for the AI that decides, what it's what bits and pieces it's taking it's like well that's kind of interesting and then on top of that too um you know some people's kind of like devil's advocate points um were that everything is a remix you know like uh you look at stuff like music things like that you know you get one one person with uh with a creative idea that really breaks the mold of what's going on and um you know if it's a hit everyone starts copying that shit yeah and like, that's you know really apparent obviously with music um you know, the mumble rap, like any kind of music, right? You get a couple songs that sort of like are this new thing and you're like, whoa, this is pretty cool. This is interesting. And then all of a sudden, everyone's doing that same thing. You know, video games is really bad for that too. Like you look at Breath of the Wild, how big that got. And I mean, man, I've seen so many open world games that are just like total copycats, art style and everything, right? Uh, the new pokemon game uh arceus i think it's called Same, you know it's just like a pokemon breath of the wild i mean there was that one that was like a literal like anime copy like the map looked exactly the same too um it was a free to play i can't remember what it was called i think it's still around it went pretty big too um it was on playstation and i think it's on mobile and stuff now and anyways it, it's you know you get one thing that's got this huge impact and then so many things copycat it forever and uh that's sort of what they're saying with this ai art is you know um it's obviously not an identical replica but it's doing yeah. what other artists would be doing anyways like take kind of taking someone's style and just putting their own twist on it so i, I get that kind of point too right it yeah it's it'd be really interesting to see what happens when all this kind of stuff finally goes to court and um i mean i would hate to be the people working on that cuz you know the first ones really going to set that precedent right yeah, and well the uh, people
0: coming after you have big banks
1: yeah 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 that too
0: if you're some nerd in a garage fucking yeah coding uh, and- 38 or 20 hours a day and shit <laughs>
1: I uh, I remember seeing something too uh, had had to do with this AI artist you're talking about the, the rapper and um, someone in a comment section was just like why and uh, why is this a thing and it got me thinking and it's like well if they can if they can get the public to accept AI generated music I mean these companies they don't have to hire on people anymore um and it's uh ai is pretty reliable you know like you think about the days of like signing um rock musicians in the 70s that'd be a fucking nightmare man being managers for like these big rock bands everyone's like doing blow and going to parties and like fucking around not recording you know like like it would have been a thing and um with uh with all this ai generated stuff right you've already got like holographic tupac wrapping up on stage like years ago you know shit like that man if they can eliminate the need for actual people dude these companies are just making straight bank for real yeah and then they can put whatever they want in there too it takes out that you know they it takes out any kind of um like censorship or like anti-censorship where if they want the artist to make some music about a specific thing or push a a, you know um, like some propaganda or something uh, you know normal artists could be like yeah fuck that you know like yeah sure we'll change this lyric or this lyric maybe but aside from that like fuck you this is our creative decision but without a person going nah that's not a good idea. Uh, we're not doing that. With AI, you can literally make it do whatever you want.
0: Yeah, and look, watch, I'm going to send you a link for something. I don't know if you've heard of this specific AI, but I heard about it a couple months back when it was, like, I guess in development, but now they've refined it. Is this the it. one that has
1: citizenship?
0: No, 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 that's a fucking robot. Yeah, <clears throat> No, but this is Replica. It's an AI companion. Okay. It's a pocket friend.
1: Always here to listen and talk. Always on your side. Ah. Ooh, looks like a Karen in a doorway a plane. Oh, whoa. What's going on here? Create your replica. Oh, Jesus. This is it, man. Um, What show is that? That really crazy one on Netflix. Um, Black Mirror did a pretty cool episode. I think it was with uh, Miley Cyrus about AI. Um, And, like, uh, basically an AI companion. And this person becomes uber-obsessed. And it was pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, well, this idea of this replica AI. uh, There's a movie... That was made by Spike Lee Oh yeah It's called Her With Joaquin Phoenix Nice And essentially they create this AI companion And uh, Like you can put it on your phone You can put it on your computer or whatever And People essentially just Fall in love with it right Like,
1: Well totally it's catered to you yeah, and your pretty, desires pretty much yeah yeah are- from you, right? That's yeah, they've got all kinds of shit like that. Um uh what is it I think one of the Blade Runner movies. Maybe I was gonna
0: say maybe Blade Runner also.
1: Yeah, like it it's not a new concept, but that's crazy to see that it's at at people's fingertips now. Can you imagine if uh like you knew you had a buddy who like wasn't hanging around anymore, like getting super obsessed with his AI and he managed to like hack it. It'd just be like, oh yeah, like you're the best. No, nah, actually, fuck you Joe. <laughs> the AI turns on him. I mean, uh, I mean, what? it'd be devious but it'd be kind of fun.
0: Well, I don't know if you ever plan on watching her. It's a really good movie. I highly recommend it. I like it.
1: Joaquin Phoenix. I like Spike Lee. I've never heard of it. It's, I do kind of want to watch it. So. It's, okay, <laughs> so then I, I won't
0: Yeah, I won't say shit about it. But that here, sucks. let me, let me, let me but, look it up her. her, What the fuck, there's a person There's a person named her, okay So her came out in
1: 2013 Oh yeah Oh, Freddie Mercury looking ass I remember seeing the, um, the cover for this
0: Yeah, uh, when it came out I was like Eh, it looks kind of dumb right it sounds like well when I saw the trailer I was like I'm, I'm gonna guess this happens in this but, but, but whatever right, right. like uh, fucking
1: oh shit this is before uh, before Rotten Tomatoes became uh, the had the Wolka meter you know the, the tomato meter is a 94 and audience score is at uh, 82 that's pretty good nowadays all these things that are rating high with the tomato meter and the, the critics score is um, normally just straight fucking wool garbage and audience are tanking them. So it's nice. It's nice. It's nice to see a good movie have a good score on both sides of the spectrum, you know?
0: Well, yeah. I it's thought a this one was I I don't ever fucking give a shit about what the critics think. I always look at the audience score. Yeah. Because people are... Everyone knows how everyone is on the internet. There, it's so easy to be brutally honest because there's no connection, right? There's no yeah. There's no. I, pers-
1: I used to value the critic scores a lot more back in the day. I thought they were pretty on the ball. Like I used to be um, super picky about what I would watch because um, I was a bit of a like a film nerd and stuff in school, and like I liked filming, so I liked really well shot films um, so I, I definitely would take the critic scores into consideration but nowadays like honestly if it's got a good critic score I kind of like stay away from it and if it's if, sitting if it's, up, like, a 20 2029 on the critic score I'm like this is probably a great movie <laughs> if, if it's rated
0: over 80% on the critics you know it's a fucking dog shit movie
1: yeah, I think there's very few that they get right these days where the audience does reflect the critic score, but yeah. I think most of it's just, just pushing propaganda. They're really critics are pushing a very set um, type of movie with very specific checkpoints in the movies these days, I find in I like um in the you might also like uh the very first movie, uh Grand Budapest Hotel, dude that was a solid movie too. I think that's Wes Anderson.
0: Yeah, I yeah. I don't know yeah. if you watch any of
1: his movies, but he's great.
0: No, I don't think I've, hold on, let me let's look his shit up. Wes Anderson
1: um he oh, who he, plays he, in his he, he does a lot, lot do.
0: of like a whimsical kind of shit, right?
1: Kinda, yeah. They're like sort of comedies oh, sort that. of dramas. But his his uh, film style, the cinematography Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. it's all about just, the camera work oh, and shit. I know that.
1: Yeah, and he picks color schemes and those schemes will be throughout the entire or, or like a palette, right? He picks a color palette for the films and it's represented throughout the entire film. Um Oh, the one in the train was really good for that. Um, it's the Darjeeling Unlimited, I think it was called. It's yeah, like yeah. Three, three dudes are on a train in India and um, had something to do with their mom or something. And uh, it was a great movie. The whole movie takes place on this fucking train. And uh, I was thoroughly enjoying the entire thing. Um, this one's really good, too. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, but there's one... Um, he's got some big actors in them, too. Like, I think Matthew McConaughey is in this one. Um, but... The, uh,
0: the Darjeet. Darjeet, the, Limit,
1: Darjeet Limit,
0: a- the Darjeeling Limited.
1: Right. I, mean, I can yeah. never pronounce it right. It's a good one. Uh,
0: yeah, it's got Jason um, Schwartzman. Oh, there's one with Howard Bill Murray, Wilson. though. Yeah, that's the so one that far. I was going to say. the The most famous one that I know is Life Aquatic. And that's the one with Bill Life Murray? Life Aquatic, yeah.
1: That was a really good one, too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got a couple films with Bill Murray, and they're all super fire. There was another one with Bill Murray and um, and this kid, and it had to do with, like, this kid falls in love with his teacher, and he's friends with Bill Murray, and then Bill Murray falls in love with the same girl, and it's basically this, like... Young guy and super old guy fighting over the same woman, <laughs> and fuck, man. <laughs>
0: That's so the one with uh, fuck, which
1: one? uh, I want to say the guy was in Ferris Bueller, but I could be way off. That's uh, the
0: one with should... uh, what the fuck is in the lady that does black that plays Black Widow? What's her name? Fucking... Oh, I don't know. Is it that one?
1: Oh, the Scarlett Johansson yeah, lady, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 that bitch is. Is Wes, is that a Wes Anderson flick? Uh, let me see. Fuck, I don't remember what it was called. And uh,
1: I have to find, um, I have to find this one just so I can. Which one? Uh oh, he did Mister or Fantastic Mister Fox too.
0: Yeah, I never saw that.
1: Yeah. Oh, you haven't? No, I. Oh, I don't think man. I've seen
0: very many of this motherfucker's movies at all.
1: Oh, you need to watch more of them. They're they're awesome. Um, yeah, he does. Yeah, have, Fantastic Mr. Fox, dude. That's a really good one. It kind of had um, uh, sort of like a Chicken Run vibe to it a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, like a claymation. little bit more adult humor, I guess. Yeah. It was it was really good. Uh, I don't see this movie that i was thinking of though sadly um oh live aquatic oh the royal Tenon bombs that yeah, one was that, with that that was pretty funny uh is it rushmore maybe that's it yeah that's rushmore a, that's that older right. one isn't it it is yeah uh cult favorite is a quirky coming-of-age story with fine off-kilter performances jason schwartzman and bill murray
0: yeah jason schwartzman
1: yeah where's the synopsis oh uh when a beautiful first grade teacher arrives at a prep school she soon attracts the attention of an ambitious teenager named max who quickly falls in love with her max turns to the father Bill Murray of two of his schoolmates for advice on how to woo the teacher (laughs) however the situation soon gets complicated when Max's new friend becomes involved with her setting the two pals against one another in a war for her attention yeah man that was a really good film that was pretty funny it's definitely worth a watch too
0: which one was that one?
1: Uh, Rushmore Rushmore okay yeah good comedy that's a good one Bill Murray is fire in that one. Nineteen ninety-eight.
0: I'm looking it up right now, give me a second.
1: Yeah. yeah. Pretty straightforward uh storyline, but um yeah, no, they they worked really well together. It was mm-hmm. a good flick.
0: God damn it, I'm it's gonna bother me now what the fuck the name of that movie was.
1: Oh, Owen Wilson was a writer for that movie, no way. Interesting.
0: Oh, the one that I'm thinking of is Lost in Translation.
1: Okay.
0: But that is not by Fuckhead. Hold on, who the fuck directed this? Sofia Coppola? Of the famous Coppolas? Hmm. Uh, the youngest child of... Oh, okay. She's the only daughter of Francis Ford Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola directed The Godfather and...
1: Oh, nice. Uh, let me
0: see. Let's look him up. Let's do a quick little two or three degrees of this fucking Wes Anderson motherfucker. Uh, he's
1: got some banger films. They're they're like kind of hipstery. They're definitely meant for film nerds. They're if will, uh,
0: stylized, heavily stylized. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, the Grand Budapest Hotel is a really good example of that. As far as like the cinematography goes, um, the colors are like just fantastic in that film. Um, it's a really pretty film. You know they're all kind of quirky movies and whatever, but uh, that one in particular, yeah. um, just the the stylization of it is uh, oh just Next amazing. Level. Makes me nerd out big time.
0: Bitch, you ain't no nerd. Oh, but I am. But yeah, fucking. If, <laughs> if you've if you've never seen Lost in Translation, that's another fucking yeah. banger of a Bill Murray movie. Nice.
1: It sounds familiar. I've definitely heard of it. I might have seen it when I was younger. But I don't remember it whatsoever. Granted, that's most things in life, but I don't remember. So... <laughs>
0: But yeah, fucking speaking of movies, I finally saw everything, everywhere, all at once.
1: Oh, nice. I saw that at the drive-in. That's fucking
0: awesome that you got to see it on a big-ass screen and shit.
1: Oh, man. I almost almost couldn't handle it. So, um, (laughs) it was some Marvel movie beforehand. Oh, um, it was the new Doctor Strange that played beforehand. And, uh... I knew I wasn't gonna to be too into that one. Oh um, yeah. Um, I guess they were both playing because they both had to do with like the multiverse yeah, and whatever, the multiverse. right? And they kind of started off the same. way. they're both speaking different languages right off the get go. I was like, whoa. But um, I took some mushrooms for uh, <laughs> <No way. laughs> for the first one, <laughs> dude. And they, um, they they knocked me out pretty good. They're pretty heavy duty, and uh, I don't remember anything from the first film but they had calmed down enough for uh for the second one the uh, sorry what's it called again
0: everything everywhere all at once
1: right yeah that was a banger film it was like super bizarre and it was definitely long um, but yeah that was that was a solid flick man that was really cool you didn't really know where it was going but it, there was like two different points where i thought it could have ended and then it was like oh here we go again. <laughs> it's uh, if you're in it for the long haul, it's great. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've got nothing but good things to say about that film. I thought it was done really well.
0: Yeah, I'm waiting for for Puppy Ray and Garbage Fire to talk about that one. But yeah, I mean they're they're probably not gonna listen to this fucking episode. So we can talk about it a little bit.
1: Oh, I don't remember too much. From it. I <laughs> well, was I mean, pretty, uh... <laughs>
0: when you're fully loaded, I could. I don't blame you.
1: Yeah, it kept it pretty interesting though. Like, man, that, normally, um, like especially with Western films, you know, you can kind of like guess what's gonna happen, and not everything. There's definitely movies that like throw you in a different loop than what you, you know, or you know, takes a different uh, branch than what you thought it was gonna take. But that movie in particular is just like, holy fuck (laughs) yeah for real there was no there was no guessing what was going on in that film and i loved it for that and the mushrooms definitely helped with that (laughs) so i got to like sit down and kind of shut up and just enjoy a movie and man it's been forever since i've just like watched a movie without having opinions about it you know kind of as you're watching it yeah 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 and it wasn't until the end and i was like holy shit like it was it was just captivating i was like totally in it the entire time and you know when it was done i was like damn that was that was really cool that was a
0: ride it was,
1: it was a journey yeah yeah for <laughs> 100%. sure
0: me personally i thought it was kind of too long
1: it, it was pretty long and i mean granted it was really late when i watched it <laughs> um and the mushrooms had kind of worn off Oof. so i was starting to get sleepy but yeah, yeah. uh Yeah, with it being that long, I think if you broke it up into... Because it's got the different parts in the movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think there's like three parts. Three parts, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it would be interesting if, you know, if you had it at home and you're watching it by yourself or with someone or whatever, just breaking it up into the parts.
0: Yeah, like episodic and shit.
1: Yeah, totally. Either, you know, put it into three days or uh, I think the first part's definitely the longest part, like the next two were shorter so you could kind of like watch the first part take an intermission go do whatever right, and take some more mushrooms or something and then <laughs> um and then watch part, part two and three after uh, I think that would be a super solid way of doing it but yeah it, it was a, a long haul if you were to take all, all three parts all in one it um I definitely felt it kind of dragging a little bit yeah but yeah, then it yeah. was exciting enough that you're like you know what this is you know I am <laughs> starting to get tired and whatever but I still want to watch it
0: yeah yeah like like you said, the the first section or chapter, whatever you want to call it, I think the fact that it is so like long and you like you you I guess I guess what they were trying to do is like get you to think you know where it's gonna go. Totally. And that's cool.
1: There it, was a lot they needed to portray in that. The, that film too, tube. yeah, so there I was a lot it to, to be that long, right? And there, that's always the downfall of of movies is uh you know time a lot of directors they film like
0: six seven hours
1: hours, yeah exactly worth the material that they want to use and then it's like okay well you gotta put that to an hour and a half for theater release and you're like oh shit like that's not gonna tell the story i want to tell so (laughs) these guys kept it long enough that they could tell exactly what they wanted to i think um and, yeah, it's it's long. But, again, if you were to watch it at home, it'd be pretty easy to um, space that out. You know, if you're starting to lose your attention span, go, okay, I'm going to call it at the first part, pick it up again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But if your attention span's there and you're in it and you're fucking rearing to go, it's like, boom, just knock out the next two. and, and It's definitely not lacking in excitement. That's no, for sure. no, no,
0: no, no. It's definitely a good movie. I'm not going to say that i didn't enjoy it yeah. but i think that very first part was like kind of long and boring so that the action and all the shit that happens in the last two parts seems more elevated
1: for sure yeah there's a lot of um there's a lot of build up
0: yeah 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 for sure
1: you definitely need an attention span for the first part because it's it's talking about some pretty heavy subject matter too like you you do have to be paying attention. It's not a movie that you can kind of just throw on and mindlessly watch. You know, it's one of those things that you're like, okay, this is gonna be an experience, but I need to I need to be in it with it, you know? You gotta be mindful. you gotta be present for it. it It's not just like a shoot 'em up or whatever yeah. something that you can throw on and kind of catch bits and pieces of. It's like <laughs> no, it's one of those movies you're gonna watch three times and have a totally different opinion on it after each watch because you picked up different things or missed you know certain things and...
0: do you Do you have a favorite uh, multiverse?
1: um it definitely wasn't uh it definitely wasn't uh doctor strange
0: no i mean in this movie... I'm not a
1: marvel guy though like oh in this one oh yeah, in that yeah, movie yeah. um fuck the one that really got me was the uh the uh the really long fingers the hot dog fingers the hot dog fingers yeah <laughs> They're, like shoving them down each other's throats and stuff oh my god I was laughing so hard, man.
0: The fact that, shit, that they that uh up. they ooze mustard and ketchup.
1: Oh, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> gross. <laughs> uh yeah, I I can still vividly remember that piece. Which is pretty good Considering I was You know Flying pretty good So <laughs> Made me look at my own fingers You know For questioning Oh shit. for sure oh. I looked at my fingers like Are my fingers that fat? Yeah Damn Do they wiggle like that? <laughs> I like
0: that like Because they have Hot dog fingers The fingers don't have bones
1: Right So right. they gotta
0: learn How to do everything With their feet
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah I'm uh, that's all I'm going to say because you need to watch what happens to understand what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It it's, it it's rare these days that a movie will do some outlandish shit and it not be stupid or cheesy. Like the fact that this wild shit was happening added to the story. It wasn't just like a what-the-fuck moment to catch people off-guard?
1: Yeah, it wasn't some family guy humor. Yeah, yeah. Just for the sake of stirring stuff up, it was... Yeah. Yeah, it had some meaning. While while being totally outlandish. Yeah, while being fucking (laughs) off-the-wall. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember many of the multiverses in that film but that one for sure i remember and then um there was that bit where they were uh the rocks and that That part
0: was pretty sick too. too
1: yeah yeah that that scene got pretty deep i'm pretty sure i cried in that movie i think there was like one maybe two points it was good yeah it was a roller coaster, man. The film was a roller coaster. It deserves all the praise that it's gotten. I'll, I'll say that for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah.
0: It was a, a standout movie.
1: Yeah. It it was. It did its own thing. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah. And I like that the the husband in that movie uh, is. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the original Indiana Jones.
1: Um, ages ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can all picture that scene where he's barreling down with the rock behind hey, him. And...
0: Well, yeah. Uh, well, there's a, an actor that comes out in Indiana Jones and in The Goonies. Yeah. It's the little Asian kid. Dr. No Jones. Dr. Mean? Jones. He's uh, the husband. Uh, oh, he, no way. Nice. Yeah. He uh, had, like, retired from acting a long ass time ago. And this was the first thing that he did mm. when he came back.
1: What a what a film to be placed in! Be like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just gonna dip my toes back into some acting. Oh yeah, it just lands as like award winning. I
0: I think it's because the script and the movie itself was so fucking out there that yeah. he had to right.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a hard one to turn down, man could you imagine having turned something like that down i mean i know that kind of stuff happens all the time right like i think um uh oh, i think there was like a couple people that had turned down like star wars back in the day and stuff like ah that's whatever that'll never take off that'll never go anywhere yeah. boom for the original trilogies like
0: <laughs> like will smith in the matrix
1: yeah yeah idiot Oh yeah, well that's okay. Better without him.
0: Yeah, and then he went to go do fucking what is the name of that shit ass kid? The movie that he did with his shit ass kid. Oh um
1: The the happy one?
0: No, the like after not what the fuck is it called? It was a space movie or some shit.
1: Oh yeah, I don't know. Let me look he, it up. I thought it was a thought you were talking about Pursuit of Happiness, but I don't think... There was no, a no, kid. no,
0: I think that was the first movie, his kid... No, the one I'm talking about is After Earth.
1: Oh, okay, I never saw that one.
0: Yeah, nobody saw that movie.
1: Yeah, Pursuit of Happiness was good. I remember liking that one. But I never saw I was saw always it. a Denzel fan for those kind of films.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure.
1: Oh, man, what was... um what was that Denzel flick where they're like held hostage in a hospital I think um do you know the one I'm talking about you ever see that
0: held hostage in a hospital
1: yeah I think that's what it was or a bank maybe or anyways it's like he's a hostage and his like his son's like dying
0: yeah 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 what the fuck uh What the hell's his name? God damn it. I can't think of his name now. Denzel Denzel, Washington. Yeah, Denzel Washington. I know what movie you're talking about. I saw it the other day. Fuck.
1: Oh, really? That shit made me, like... Like... Just... Ugly cry, man. There's that one... That one scene. I'm sure (laughs) you know what I'm talking about. I fucking bawled my face off. This was before I had a kid, too. Like, I couldn't even imagine watching that shit now. That was a really good movie.
0: Okay, it's uh I think it's Inside Man.
1: Yeah, that's the one. He's
0: a, uh, he's a guy that's talking with the police or whatever during a, a bank heist.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah,
0: I've seen this one.
1: Right. Yeah, that shit made me ugly cry, dude. Um, I really liked uh, Man on Fire. I think Man was on Fire is fucking. He did, though.
0: Man on Fire is fucking awesome, dude. Oh
1: so, yeah, so good. Same, oh, Training Day. He's Training Day yeah, as well. those fucking... two are definitely up there. Like, it, it'd be hard for me to pick one or the other. I mean, Training Day is pretty classic. <laughs> King Kong <ain't> got <laughs> shit on. But Man on, on him. Fire was such a good movie. No, nah, Man
0: on Fire. The Manchurian Candidate is also a really fucking good one. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he Man on a... Fire. Man on Fire. That's the one where he's got the little girl, right?
1: Yeah, Dakota fan Yeah, and... yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. License yeah, to she... Kill, dude, dude. Homeboys got banger after banger, and yeah, his Fucking Denzel
1: was a, uh, he's a he's a top, top guy, man. He's so good.
0: What the... There's a Some... movie, and like it's, th- the dumbest premise. I want to say, it's with a uh, fucking uh, John Travolta it's called The Taking of Felham123 okay and I think John Travolta's doing some kind of shit or whatever the fuck and he hijacks a subway yeah and Denzel's like the the track maintenance manager or he's like uh, in, tra- in charge of all the the routes and shit or whatever the fuck right then, yeah I gotcha
1: that one's a Flips sick movie switches huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh.
0: It's fucking dumb and it's when like I guess John Travolta was trying to reinvent himself as a real tough guy. Right. But yeah uh, that one was pretty fucking it's pretty solid. Nice. But yeah fucking speaking of movies and shit um you're the only other person that I know that has watched this series.
1: Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about Primal.
0: Oh yeah, can you pronounce Homeboy's name? I can't.
1: Gendi Tartakovsky or something like that. I I've been pronouncing it wrong for years. I'm I, sure I'm still am. But I, 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 I call it was him just
0: Gennady. Park. Fuck, it's not even. Oh,
1: again It's spelled yeah. It's, it's, it's like G E G-E or G E N N E D Y, and then. uh I thought it was just Tarkovsky, but it's Tarta. T. Tartakovsky? Yeah. Tartakovsky. Yeah, fuck, dude. He's... As far as cartoons go, he's got to be one of the best out there for sure. I mean, um, what's the lineup? Uh, Dexter's Lab? Amazing. Like, that, that was one of my favorite cartoons growing up, and I've watched it as an adult or early adult, and, uh, I mean, shit held up big time. Like, he's... He's such a cinema head, you know. Like he's such a film guy. He's
0: what? He I'm also
1: does me. Samurai Jack. He does uh, Powerpuff Girls. So he, uh, hold
0: on, let me let me read these off. He does he. Fuck. Okay, let's go television. Starting in 1990, nineteen ninety, he's in a league of his own. Nineteen ninety-one. He's credited at working at Tiny Toons Adventure, Banger TV series. Batman the animated series he was oh in... that's
1: right with Mark Hamill right he
0: was yeah he went uncredited he was on two st- he did or worked on two stupid dogs also fucking banger
1: I don't know that, that one
0: uh well I mean all of these are mostly Americans so I
1: yeah but I mean Canada it's, it's same same for most of our <laughs> oh,
0: okay so i was a fan of him before dexter's lab came out which is right. pretty nuts because i myself was really into uh dexter's lab but yeah. he uh, well it says that hit the notes on what he did on the series the critic i don't know if you've ever seen that no um he was not Animation timer. I don't know what the fuck that even means, but interesting. Whatever he did, Cow and Chicken. He was a storyboard artist. The Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Lab, Faux Paws, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Whatever happened to Robot Jones? He did the pi- he was a producer on that. Uh, he was a producer for the Flintstones. No I guess way. it was like a. Movie like a, or some shit. Yeah. But yeah, he created, directed, wrote, did the art, and produced Samurai Jack.
1: Yeah, and that's, dude, that's like top tier fucking cartoons as a kid.
0: He worked on the so, Clone Wars.
1: Well, yeah, he did the, um, uh, what the worst way. animated series, the good one.
0: Okay, so this is another reason why I, I really like his of Gore and his art style he was an animation director for Korgoth of Barbaria that one it. I don't think he got picked up at all it was a Cartoon Network uh, thing I saw the pilot when it aired originally and I was like fuck yes this fucking show looks awesome mm. I can't fucking wait essentially Korgoth is like a fucking brute viking and he just goes around fucking shit up
1: So basically what Primal ended up
0: it Pretty much, yeah, yeah He learned what he could and Yeah Whatever, and then he Timing director for Steven Universe Uh, That's just TV So he also did some films
1: Yeah, he did like Hotel Transylvania I think was his He worked on Iron Man 2 Oh yeah
0: He worked on Priest, Hotel Transylvania Goodnight Mr. Fool Hotel Transylvania 2, Trolls Puppy, Hotel Transylvania 3, Hotel Transylvania 4. I think
1: those were his movies, weren't they? Uh,
0: he's director, writer, and voice yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty Director true. of the first two. Those and are big films. So yeah, Homeboys, Homeboys got uh, the credits. He's and, got a uh, rap
1: seat, for sure.
0: And he... he he definitely has a style, and the I... Thing... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, the fact that he worked on a lot of cartoons and shit that I watched growing up is actually pretty badass. Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea he had his fucking finger in all of these
1: Yeah, cartoons I didn't until shit. I was much older, too piecing them together like Mm -hmm. i watched the shit out of uh dexter's lab powerpuff girls and samurai jack i watched all three like pretty religiously omelet de fromage omelet de
0: fromage that's my favorite episode Oh, dexter (laughs)
1: yeah um the thing that he does so well i mean aside from his backdrops like his again he's really like big on the cinematography of stuff but his use of audio or like the lack of you know so many shows just have so much sound
0: no no he he uh uses like spatial audio very well yeah
1: very well and you know very little dialogue and just to have um like so much is told through facial expressions and through again through the sound right um like you say spatial audio like you you know you stuff happening in the foreground yeah or the yeah background, exactly or like a light flickering and it's just like you know and then the light's going off and you cast a shadow and then you catch a glimmer of an eyeball in the shadow and then like another glimmer or something as the light's going bzz, 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 you know right Yeah, there's so much, man. Like, I think one of my favorite episodes of Dexter's lab was that light bulb episode where Mm -hmm. the light goes out in his lab and he doesn't say, like, Dexter doesn't say a single thing, I think, in the entire episode, and, um, you know, he goes and he shows his mom the light, and he's shaking it, and you can yeah. hear the filament all fucked up inside, and, you know, she drives him to the hardware store, like, stuff like that, you know, or, like, you always knew when Dee Dee was coming, because you could hear the floor squishing. The squishing like, shoes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's so good, and Primal is a great example of that, because, I mean, it's a Neanderthal that doesn't know words
0: yeah for sure
1: you know so it's all based off of audio cues and 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 facial expressions expressions are so big in that show yeah expression and and just the use of sound um yeah i don't even know where to start with primal i guess that's a a starting point sort of um it's good i really like it
0: (laughs) yeah well you had told me that I think I had mentioned to you to you that I saw a trailer for some shit, and uh, I think we had spoken before about how much you fucked with Samurai Jack, and I think I saw a teaser that, for Primal, and I was like, holy shit, this fucking guy that you were just telling me about, he's coming out with a new show, and fucking looks bananas, and mm-hmm. i I've only seen maybe the first eight sure. episodes. There's yeah. 10 episodes in the first season They're on the I second season stinks. now
1: Yeah And they're... I don't know if it's still going I don't think I've seen the last one but Yeah I'm I don't think the
0: they've thing. aired the last one just yet But okay. I from what I've read And what I understand There's 10 episodes a season now Okay And uh, So the first season was broken up in two halves I guess they were yeah. testing the market To see how well it would translate
1: that's right, they did like a five episode, yeah, they yeah. kind of clumped them together, and then, yeah. I'm glad that they kept going, it leaves you on a huge cliffhanger at the end of that fifth episode. Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> but yeah, fucking, it's a banger TV show, series, whatever you want to call it.
1: It's so good. Um so something interesting like you're talking about his use of gore so samurai jack was originally slated to have um like blood and stuff but then uh with the blood it would have been rated up to uh like a mature yeah, ammo, whatever. audience um so the way that they got around it with samurai jack was uh every every enemy was a robot so Mm -hmm. instead of like guts flying out of the people it was like mechanical pieces right but you still had these like gnarly kill scenes where he's (laughs) you know slashing people left right and center and like busting arms off and then beating them with it or you know like uh cutting someone and then they're like their oils like spraying up like a blood splash you know or splatter and you know it'd have some sick backdrop too, yeah, it, right yeah. it'd be all silhouetted with uh like some cool light behind and you know it's all <laughs> going around and but um they the way that they got around it because i think it was like tv7 or something like it yeah had it might
0: really... have been like y7 or whatever the fuck yeah
1: totally so for them to get it at that that optimum time so that kids could watch it because it was definitely more geared towards the younger audience um it, to get that prime time slot back in cable tv days you had to keep that rating down or else it got yeah. clumped in with all the you know the adult shows at night right and they didn't get as many views so um, that was their interesting workaround, anyways. This, it just no one that dies in that show or like anything. There was no blood, zero blood, but a plethora of mechanical parts.
0: Yeah, instrument. there was no guts. It was just <laughs> hard drives, it graphics totally. cards. And-
1: Man, some some AI is gonna be watching that later on and be like oh my god this is what people grew up on no wonder
0: they no wonder they hate us <laughs> people celebrated this yeah and that's what's going <laughs> to turn the machines against us fuck
1: yeah. god damn it come on jack come on man
0: <laughs> well yeah fucking if you uh, guys get a yeah. chance I highly recommend it
1: yeah, yeah. it's um still pretty cartoony in the art style but it's definitely a lot more refined than the samurai jack days it's got a very similar style though to samurai jack the way that um yeah the art design goes and the backgrounds and things like that um but more fine-tuned It's uh, got a, like some nicer it definitely looks better i think um they've clearly taken more time with the animation for it um, especially the backgrounds. The backgrounds are really sick looking and, and definitely more detailed than the Samurai Jack days. Like you can tell some have been painted and um, it's pretty. It's a really pretty show for the having that kind of more cartoony style look to it. Um, they find that good balance of sort of you know, like a blocky cartoony but still having these like really intricate painted you know sort of old disney reminiscent um backdrops to it yeah yeah it's pretty cool and just a cool cool fucking premise man it's just a dude who befriends a dinosaur and they go fuck shit up like what's not to like
0: (laughs) well i I like that both of the characters lose everything and all they have is each other
1: totally and you get that the first couple episodes of them like testing each other at You know, trying to, okay, like, are we buddies? Are we not? Are just, you my friend? Are just, you fucking around? Like, what's going on here? And yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: Is this motherfucker waiting for me to fall asleep? So <laughs> yeah, he can yeah, eat yeah, me.
1: yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that first episode's pretty ruthless,
0: though. Yeah, for it sure. Caught me
1: off guard. I knew it was going to be a brutal show. The first episode was like, oh, they're going for it. Okay, here we go. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there, there's shit that's happened in this show that kind of, like, choke me up or kind of bring a tear to my eye. I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. No. Toughen <laughs> up. Yeah.
1: And then usually it's immediately followed by people getting their shit pushed
0: a in. Fucking, and... you just, like, everyone getting disemboweled. Or...
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> if you guys want a taste of how crazy this show is and how intense it can be even though it's a cartoon look up the monkey man scene
1: um or the eight man the, yeah
0: the eight man battle oh. or fight scene whatever you want oh, to fucking call it
1: people a dude That <laughs> shit was amazing <laughs> uh,
0: that that was my first oh uh, that was my favorite episode from the first 5 i need yeah. to finish watching the rest of it though um
1: yeah there was that was definitely up there for me. Um, there's been two in the second season that I like. One for a similar reason, because it just got some really sick fight scenes <laughs> in it. And then two was um, just, I don't know. It was just a different perspective on stuff. It was interesting as well, but just for other, totally other reasons. Um, dealt with, uh, Dealt with desperation the episode was all about just being like super desperate and um what happens when you're desperate uh they had one episode as well in the second season where um it's kind of like a standalone episode where it's these like gentlemen um i think it's meant to be based in like the 1800s maybe uh And it's it's scholars in this big, fancy mansion. You know the kind, right? With a butler, all the fancy trim and shit. And they're they're having a gentleman's discussion about um, scholarly stuff. And uh, this one guy is talking about um, his theory on... uh, He calls it the primal theory. That when pushed to your brink, like pushed to your tipping point um every, you know, animal or species, including humans, will revert to that primal instinct. And um and so it starts off with them having this discussion. Everyone's like, nah, dude, you're a fucking loony. Like there's no way. Like we're we've evolved way beyond that. You know, we're so gentleman like that we could never be that uh, savage again. And um and then there's like some some crazy wingnut escapes from like a mental institution down the road and uh, breaks into the house and it just kind of goes on from there. It was a pretty cool episode too. Just it was a, a total standalone has nothing to do with, you know, the OG two characters, um, and uh, it was a pretty interesting little tidbit. So it, I really hope this show keeps going, and I think they could introduce kind of like these one-off. Stories that deal with these topics as well. Yeah, kinda slip them in every once in a while because I think that was one of my favorite episodes too. Even though it was kind of unrelated, it was still related in a sense. But it was it was pretty sweet. You should definitely get on that second season, man. It's good.
0: Yeah, I definitely need to. It's just, I mean, fuck. There's so much shit to watch it's hard to fucking you make just time gotta for it all.
1: Start one and just ride it out. Yeah, well then, for me, yeah,
0: like if really I start tough. one I gotta watch three or four, you know? I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean like pick pick one thing, you know? Like uh I I've cruised through this pretty quick. I mean they're what, twenty minute episodes?
0: They're long, aren't they? Aren't uh, they like an hour?
1: No let me pull one up right now I got a couple saved on here I can tell you the run time pretty quick what do we got what do we got what do we got um oh shit, how loud is this gonna be oh pause uh yeah 20 21 minutes an episode that's not bad at all
0: no that's not it's
1: three in an hour boom easy peasy
0: yeah I guess so yeah maybe I'll do that tomorrow do it up uh, well, we're already at an hour So we can go ahead and call it there <clears throat> I don't know If there's right, anything man. you want to mention Before we go ahead and end it
1: um, No uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox is G-Money And uh, so is Primal And pretty much everything we talked about Is pretty solid tonight All the Denzel stuff Uh, Uh, I'm going to have to watch a lot of shit coming up Good thing it's going to start raining here soon
0: Well, watch Training Day, dude Fucking Alonzo's a motherfucker, dude
1: Oh, yeah Oh, and her Gotta watch her
0: Yeah, for sure, watch her Don't tell anybody you watched it,
1: though (laughs) It's one of
0: those where People think you're weird
1: Oh, really? Uh, No, but Yeah
0: Watching a movie about a A dude who falls In love with his computer is kind of weird It's not for everyone so.
1: Maybe maybe too many people uh, It's hitting too close to home yeah. for him. Oh, oh, uh, you're fucking
0: weird uh, that's
1: Going home They're stroking Their, their new uh, What was that um, Their buddy AI buddy uh, FN Mecca <laughs>
0: Or whatever his Dumbass name is
1: no, that app you sent me. Oh, but... Replica? Yeah, 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 totally. I wonder the if you can make snap. it
0: super racist. Like all the other <laughs> chatbots and shit.
1: <laughs> um, man, if they come out with that Lucy Lube bot, I'd hey, sign Rudy. up. Uh, I'm waiting. <laughs> Futurama nailed that one, man. No shit. Yeah. Well? Uh, um, Fucking. Yeah, I guess I uh, ended on that. Give me my Lucy Liu bot.
0: With that being said, I'm your boy Desecrator. This was Hanging Heavy. As always, much love and rich and rare.